Coming up, Rhino and I went around Halloween Horror Nights eating, and we have some things that we want to share about it on this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, Craig Williams, and today I am joined alongside by my co-host, Rhino. Hello. Hello. And we have a wonderful episode for you this week. I believe I teased it a little bit last week as well, too. But this week, we are talking about the food you can find at Halloween Horror Nights. Not like a general overview of the food that you can find, uh, because, you know, the event's only lasting for like three more weeks. But we, uh, we've had little bits and pieces of the food along the way, but we finally had a chance to actually go and do proper uh, dining reviews of it during the event. So, yeah, we wanted to share kind of our thoughts on the, the dishes that we tried, which we did not try a lot. We, we got a handful, and uh, we probably wanted to throw one more in that we ultimately did not do. But, yeah, we, we, we had enough that I think we, we formed some general, uh, general ideas about it. And we're going to get to that in just a second. But before we get there, I have to remind you that this show is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content and you want to support us, please consider booking your next vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel and get a free no-obligation quote today at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Okay, so luckily for us, we're not just going to sit here in the studio and talk about what we had because Rhino and I decided to film on location. I do understand that part of what goes along with that is that it's going to be a little extra noisy. The music was very loud at Halloween Horror Nights in some places, and also uh, the weather. We were there for a a great downpour uh for sure with thunder and lightning as well too so it's very windy at points in times during the reviews but overall you know it's i feel like in this situation our first impressions are definitely interesting because i i kind of ended up changing my thoughts a little bit on some of them as well too and having different feelings in the long run so we're gonna go ahead and uh cut to rhino and i at universal to hear about the food that we tried first thing we are trying with our food extravaganza here at halloween horror nights is the jacked donut slider this is nine dollars and 99 cents it is a certified angus beef slider with bacon jam and cheddar cheese sauce on a bourbon glaze donut and then it's served with a little bit of chips right on the side because you gotta have chips with your hamburger i love burger donuts donut burgers i don't know what the official title is i usually enjoy these and uh this one looks good sitting under a heat lamp for a while so let's hope it's still fresh but here goes nothing definitely more sweet than savory i'll say that for sure uh between the bourbon glazed donut and the bacon jam, uh, this thing is just super, super sweet. And then I'm barely getting like any of the saltiness from the, the burger itself or the, the do um, not the donuts, the, the, uh, the cheddar cheese. So, wow. I wasn't expecting to start with dessert, but it's what I got. I'm trying to get the jam separate because I tasted it. And I'm like, oh, it just tastes like the, uh, the type of 
jelly that goes inside of the jelly donut, but um, I mean, it's good. It's good jelly. It's not super bacony. It's like I only taste the fruit part of it. So you're right. It's like the donut is like almost like one of those Krispy uh, Kreme. That's like the glaze on it, like crazy sugary glaze and. That with the jam, it makes it, it, I'm worried it's gonna go into the hole in the side of my tooth and I am gonna start crying. Just a regular patty too. Nothing exciting. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know bruh. I don't know, donut's good. Next up we have the No Chance in Hell peanut butter and jelly, PB and J for the abbreviated. A deep fried peanut butter and grape jelly uncrustable sandwich finished with a hot honey drizzle. This is $6.99. This is also a vegan, or not vegan, a, uh, well, it has a little leaf, so whatever that means. Plant-based? Just vegetarian. Vegetarian. Yeah, I know there's two, there's two different levels here, but, you know, peanut butter and jelly, you got me right away. I don't even care. I like encrustables. I've been known to take them out of a lounge from time to two, time to time. Ooh, the hot honey sauce on here. It's not like... It's not like spicy, 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 but it like is right on the tip of my tongue. Like it's given that a nice little, like just a nice little taint. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you. Deep fried peanut butter and jelly might be the death of me because I don't think I've had that before. And it makes the peanut butter so creamy and this jelly so good. And I wish I could live inside of this little thing. Rhino warned me this would be greasy, but I underestimated the level of grease. This thing is like oozing with grease. <laughs> And much like him, I have never uh, had deep-fried peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, but I do like to sometimes toast the bread and then make the sandwich. So revolutionary! Yeah, I'm uh, you know I'm no stranger to that melty peanut butter when it comes to a sandwich. But see if I like it deep-fried. Rhino said that this deep-fried peanut butter and jelly sandwich might be the death of him. I'm going to go on record and say. This deep fried peanut butter and jelly sandwich might be the death of me. Uh, this is perfect. The breading, it is fried so perfectly that it is just melting instantly away to the peanut butter and the jelly and that hot honey on top. Oh, it is, this thing is working. It is working so well. Oh my gosh. Next up on our little culinary adventure, we have the Field of Screams Gyoza. This is spicy ground turkey and butternut squash filled dumplings served with a citrus ponzu. This dish is $8.49. And Rhino swears that we had this at the media event. I don't remember it, but they're also, they look like they're very forgettable. But let's see if they don't test forgettable, right? So you worry when you're having something with butternut squash that it's also going to have that overly sweet flavor to it. I know it's not like super sweet, but you know, it has that, it's kind of like sweet potato. It has that, that extra little bit of, uh, that, that just little bright touch of sweetness to it. I, I, I'm, I will find another word to describe it at some point in time, maybe. Uh, but I'm not getting that. At all. What I'm just getting is, well, mostly soy sauce, because that's what I'm dipping it into. But I'm just getting ponzu a... Ponzu sauce. What's that? Ponzu sauce. Ponzu sauce. Sorry, the citrus ponzu sauce. My bad. Uh, that's the dominating flavor for it. Otherwise, it's kind of just flavorless, but once you add the ponzu sauce into it, I feel like you're getting this 
nice little bit of saltiness. So after our first two cloyingly sweet desserts that were not desserts, that were actually meals, uh, I feel like now it's like, oh, something salty to balance it out. So it's pretty nice. So I believe we had something akin to this at the media event. Like they would give us one on a plate. So I believe it wasn't quite the same way. It had a larger portion of like the meat in it because it was a larger dumpling. But uh, I like turkey and butternut squash together. I have a pasta that uh, Eli makes that he use, always does that together and I really like it. So I'm excited to give this a try. Now, I am with you. I do not. Well, I don't know if you said you didn't like it, but... The, the dumpling wrapper or, or dough or whatever this is around it is like not not good. It's like chewy. chewy. Yeah, chewy and like you said, it's a big chunk of goo with not enough filling and it's super flavorless. So like you're getting it just as a delivery vehicle for the ponzu. I'd say skip it. Now we are on to the jalapeno popper, which is jalapeno bacon, cheddar cheese, and jalapeno cream cheese for $10.99. It's like a grilled cheese that's been resealed inside of its separate pots. So I've gone ahead and cut one in half. It looks not pretty on the inside, but I mean, a jalapeno popper, it's cheddar cheese, jalapeno, the cream cheese, right here. I think this is disgusting. I feel really bad saying it. The jalapeno flavor comes through really nice, but ultimately, I feel like I just bit into a half a, a, a half a bar of cream cheese, and I'm not feeling great about myself mentally right now. Like the bread's good, the bread is good, the cheese is good. I love how spicy this is, how hot it is in my mouth, but it is literally like biting through. The same way I felt about how creamy the peanut butter was in this, there is so much cream cheese in this. I don't know. I'm gonna eat it all, obviously. I'm not, not horrible. But, I don't know what I thought this was gonna be when I bit into it, but I've been on a journey. A journey that if I were to be drinking a lot of beer tonight and then having a lot of this cream cheese thing, I don't think it would end well. Now, I feel terrible for Rhino's journey on this one because I'm the one who chose it. I, I mean, this is part of the menu at the Haunting of Hill House-inspired booth, the Nell's Tea Party Sandwiches. And, like, the top-tier one is the the stuffed brisket grilled cheese. And Rhino was... He was ready to do that. As much as he doesn't like anything that, uh, you know, too plant-based, he was still ready to do that. And I said, no, let's yep. go with the jalapeno popper. And I even was like, maybe the Reuben... But we still went with this. I hope I like it a little bit more. Hold on. Okay. So Is all the cream in my side? I think all oh, the green no. cheese might what? be in your side. Oh my god. It's How does that happen? What? Also, it's raining cream. Yeah. It will will be fast. Um okay, yeah, so first bite, there's no cream cheese on my side. Let me take a bigger oh, bite. I was gonna say just cut it off and eat the other half of mine. Oh my god, we smushed it all into the one side. No, we didn't even do that. They did that. They did that. All of the cream cheese is in your side of the sandwich, and I have, like, the rest of it. But, I mean, I like how spicy it is. It is but nice. yeah. I understand your feeling. Oh, I see cream cheese here. I see it. Mmm. 
Okie dokie, Rhino. The food that we got to try a lot of interesting stuff. Uh, you know, I we never we never made it to the the Texas Chainsaw Massacre barbecue pit mm. with their Coca Cola barbecue, and that one kind of bums me out because. I wish I wish I would have. I wish we would have made the effort to. But you're also not a big meat eater. They did have a a, a plant based option, but I don't know. I feel like feel like that was the one thing that we kind of missed out on. We kind of ignored that. We also forgot to get the candied pork belly. Yeah, I was going to say that was the other thing too. Was the candied pork belly? Uh, but a part two. That part two, in addition to... No, I mean, part two of us going to eat. Yeah, I mean, I think we should. No. I mean, well, I, I feel like let's kind of go over uh, some of the We didn't have any of the desserts. We didn't get the bride ice cream or anything. Well, no, we didn't do that. And then the one thing that we were going to try, but we totally got rained out on, was the uh, the interesting fryer, the fryer and ice, and ice mm-hmm. that they serve with the pizza fries at uh, at the Kids Own Pizza Company. And Rhino, what, what made those ones unique? Uh, Tabasco chocolate sauce. And then uh, and uh, Froyo. In one thing, and so you take the fries, and you're supposed to like dip them. It's, it's very. I have at it. It's very confusing. I'll save my opinions until we we do it. On hopefully we can do it. Yeah, because like, I would love to be there when you experience it. I, I do. I do think we should do a part two with this, where yeah. we do the where we do the barbecue. We do like the candy pork belly, that dessert, another dessert, and then I feel like uh, the one thing that we need to try that we screwed up on was, uh, of course, at the Hill House booth. And I don't even remember if we talked really about which booths that we got everything from, but uh, we probably should have. But <laughs> thank you. Hilarious. For those listening out there, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pete was opening up the door and uh, talking behind me, and I was trying to make eye contact with Rhino, so I did not realize what was happening until way too long later. But at the Hill House food booth, we, of course, had that jalapeno cream cheese uh, sandwich, and... I was told later on that that was not necessarily a mistake of what to get there, but we probably should have got that brisket melt that they had there. And that was all on me because I, again, Rhino typically likes trying plant-based options and stuff. And so I was like, jalapeno cream cheese. I mean, you know, it's not, it's, it's not vegan by any means, but like, it's at least it's not forcing him to have the brisket. And, uh, yeah, he, he wanted the brisket. I said, I said the t- the Reuben or the brisket. I said, and you were like the jalapeno popper sounds good. And I said, fine. <laughs> I didn't care. <laughs> well, that was my fault, and I pushed us into it. And yeah, our feelings on that one, I feel like we're a little rushed because that's right when the rain was starting. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, I actually loved the half of the sandwich that I had with it because I had the right amount of the cream cheese well, mixed with the other cheese. I'm really reading the description right now for jalapeno popper, jalapeno bacon, cheddar cheese, and jalapeno cream cheese. I only remember cream cheese. I don't think I had bacon. I don't think there was cheddar cheese. I was like, it was just a pure mouthful of cream cheese yeah. on my side. And mine was a mixture of cheddar cheese and the jalapeno cream cheese. I think the bacon was more in like bacon bit form. Maybe. I think it was smaller and kind of just got lost in there. But I ended up really, really liking my half of the sandwich once I got to eat more of it off camera as we ran uh, to get undercover and away from the rain. But you still... You hated every second of that I, thing. I, I would go back to the booth again to, to actually – I'm reading the, the Reuben one. I, I would give that one a try, I think. 
if I were, if I were to go back. Because I'm still going to go back by myself. That's oh, yeah. Like. Listen, I would be willing to try that one instead of the brisket. And the brisket will just be the one that always got away. I'm also fine with that, too. <laughs> They, that sounds good too, though, because it's got it's got garlic. Anything that's just garlic, meat, pepper jack. You know, I love pepper yeah. jack. Even if I'm not a big meat person, sometimes that's why I'm like, that's not all the time. Yeah. It, it's got all the right ingredients there, and I do want to try the the poison tea party drink as well. Yeah, I, I've heard that it is disgusting, but I still want to try it. Well, the bog slime one was the one I saw while we were there too. No, bog slime. Yeah, bog slime, and yeah. that was the that was the gin one with the matcha cardamom syrup and lime juice. And I'm like, that sounds. It could go either way, and I'm just very curious. And yep. it literally looks like the V8 healthy greens mix that you can buy at the grocery store, which I drink every morning. So I know it's not going to taste whatever my brain is like. This is yeah. just like that. But we were very close to getting that. So, of course, that's at the uh, the Wicked Growth Realm of the Pumpkin booth that they have that's, uh, you know, on the way to that, that back section in between Diagon Alley as well as uh, Men in Black area. And uh, there, that's where we also got our gyoza. Gyoza? Apologies yeah. there. I... Uh, even as I walked up to order it, I'm like, I know I'm going to say this wrong, and I'm probably going to repeat it three times. Uh, so I apologize in advance for that. And yeah, while that dish was disappointing, I feel like I feel like we let ourselves down by not getting that drink there because we just kept looking at it like, yeah, it might be good. I'm like, I wish they would give out like little sample cups. Can I there. just try? Can I just try it real quick? Like, because it's, it's already pre-mixed. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's why I'm like, it's not like it's a thing where they'll be like, oh, I'll make you another drink. It's like. No, now I have gross. <laughs> but I think at the end of the day, the the gyoza that we had there, I I believe I would put that of the things that we tried that day. That bottom. was at the bottom, bottom for, for sure. sure. It yeah. just wasn't that great. And also, actually, since I love the jalapeno cream cheese sandwich, the other thing that I would probably put more towards the bottom was our little jacked up slider with the the beef patty and I cheese. Think the patty on just the, wasn't. It wasn't. It was. It wasn't good. Like it, it, but it wasn't good in the way where it, like it took over like all the flavor. But so it, it was wasn't like, even just that. It was also the strawberry bacon jam. That was, was that what it, it was? Strawberry yeah, bacon jam or it, what, no? That was because I said it. Just bacon jam. It was a, but it didn't taste like bacon. That was the thing. It was like it. It was. Um, hold on, I have the picture right here. Thank you. Um, it is. It is the beef slider with the bacon jam. Just bacon jam. Yeah, just bacon jam cheddar cheese sauce and a bourbon glazed donut and like the donut was fine it was just, it just didn't all come together in the way that it was missing yeah the patty needed to be over salted yeah. in order to or just over seasoned in general to combat the ridiculous amount of sweetness and i just have strawberry bacon jam because then that's that's what i had on the hot dog over at disney and that's where it worked well because there's that hot dog at Casey's Corner that had bacon jam on top of it, strawberry bacon jam, and then uh, little pieces of um, of uh, the funnel cake on top of it. That one worked because that hot dog was like it almost tasted like it was extra brined or something before. So it was so salty that it balanced out the bacon jam because the bacon jam should have it should be predominantly. Uh, it should be predominantly sweet with maybe just a little hint of smokiness and saltiness into it, but not like, not too much. But it was just the sweet of that burger or the sweet of the, the donut bun and then the sweetness of the jam and then the blandest hamburger possible on there. It just didn't, it never came together flavor wise for me. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And even like I was hoping that we'd taste the bourbon glazed flavor yeah, a little I, bit I more. I didn't get and I, any of that. I was just like, it's just regular donut. Yeah. I, I feel like I got it a little bit in the moment. And then like looking back onto it, I'm like, did I get it or did I get it? Because I knew that it was bourbon glazed. And that's why I'm thinking I tasted that. And yeah. really, I didn't. It could have easily been that, but uh, by by far a mile above and beyond the winner, the winner of the four things that we tried was the no chance in hell peanut oh, butter yeah. and jelly deep fried sandwich so topped good. with the honey. Oh my god, I'm definitely getting that again before this is over, like multiple times, I'm sure. Um, or uh, the thing is, I wanted to say because I don't remember if I said it in their video or just to you afterwards about the price of this one because it's six ninety nine, mm-hmm. and I remember thinking like, oh, it's, it's a because what it is is it's a deep fried peanut butter and jelly encrustable with a hot honey drizzle on it. But and I was like, it seems so crazy. They're just literally tearing open encrustables, dropping them in a fryer, and then drizzling and being like, here you go. But it's great. It's beautiful. Six ninety nine. A plain regular to go uncrustable at Disney is eight fifty. I saw it on a menu the other day, and I remember being like, "I'm going to give it to Universal now because they not only took that uncrustable, cooked it, and put stuff on it, and then gave it to you, and it was so good. Yeah, so good, so, oh. so good. I wish it was less greasy, but it was so so good. Uh, well, and that's the thing about it. It's like I I don't have a deep fryer at home, so if I ever deep fry anything, I have to just do it the, you know, I do it on the stovetop and put oil in a in a pot and do it that way. You have an air fryer? I have an air fryer, but an air fryer is essentially a little mini convection oven. It's not the it is not the same thing as using a deep fryer. I love my air fryer. I love it, but if you put if you put an I'm uncrustable, trying I'm trying I'm it. Already I'm already trying you, it. I you don't not, care. I'm trying it now. But you will not get the same. You will not get the same thing as if you dropped it in the oil because that was part of what made this so good was dropping it in the oil and having that that oily goodness mixed in with the meltiness of the peanut it's butter like and such jelly a good in there. Texture. Yeah, it just it's in. I feel like you could make a nice crispy like toasted uncrustable in an air fryer, but you're not going to replicate what that tasted like and I'll that dip was it in oil and then i'll drop it in i still don't even think it's enough i think it just it needs to be pure deep fryer yeah. goodness and i'm not going to invest in a deep fryer i'm not going to waste my time getting out a pot or a cast iron and Listen, putting it on the Craig, stove and doing it that over. way i think i have a little one i'm sure you do <laughs> i am uh, knowing eli i am a thousand yeah. percent sure you yeah do. yep but without going through that effort would I rather just pay $6 for it at Universal and let them do all the hard work? Or would I rather go through the effort? I'll, I'll, I'll pay for the convenience of having them do that. And, uh, so I felt like it was fair priced. I felt like everything that we had was fair priced technically for what we got, you know, portion yeah. size, decent. And I would say the burger was the one thing that I felt that to be overpriced at, um, I think that was, I, I know you have the menu in front of you. I want to say that was like nine ninety nine, and then with the annual pass discount, that obviously knocked it down a little bit. But I think that was great that there was an annual pa- uh, discount everywhere, which was nice. But yeah, um, yeah the burger was nine ninety nine. Yeah. yeah. Which I, I it, it came I, with little chips on it. Right? It did. It yeah. came with chips. So it was for nine ninety nine. It wasn't ridiculous for a specialty item made in a theme park at a, a booth like that. I'll say it was it was pretty close to being fair priced. But for a couple bucks more, you know, you would go to a quick service a restaurant meal, yeah. and you would have a full donut and a full burger and have fries on the side of it, and it would only cost thirteen fourteen dollars. Yeah. So. 
that's where I'm like a slider, one slider with it. It's great because you just want to taste. I think you it want should to have taste been two. Yeah, yeah, I agree. If it if it was two and it would have been twelve dollars, I would have totally been like, "Yep, great deal, yeah. great deal." Even if I didn't love it, would have felt more. But you know, in terms of in terms of pricing throughout, I feel like Universal kind of they kind of understand they have everything at the right price point because like the melt sandwich that we had too, that's all it came with. But it was you know it was like right around that nine ninety nine price point as well too. But felt. Felt like it was generally on point with it, but you know, it's it's a special event. You're gonna go into Halloween Horror Nights and spend money on stuff. You're gonna buy that ten dollar pumpkin beer over and over again, like I we do. Don't even know. I don't even know what we're, I'm. I'm up to quite a bit of money on it. But you know what? Yeah. Every time I try it, it's so good. It's so good. The first sip, I'm always like, I don't regret this at all. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm easily two three hundred dollars. Yeah. In on a, it now. I just I like it. It can't. I can't find it readily available here. I mean, it says it's somewhere a little drive down, which I might go look for it later this week. But it's not the same. I'm not going to get it on tap. We get it on tap there, and that's why yeah. I'm like, I don't know. There's just something about it. We didn't have Halloween last year, and I'm just. I like it. It's part of the event for me. I'm just. I am so Stop over pumpkin judging beer. Me. <laughs> I, am, I am so over it. Like Kylie and I went to a brewery on Sunday, and. I that I tried a pumpkin beer at that brewery just because I wanted to know if I needed to bring cans home, but I was like, I feel so cleansed that I'm actually drinking non-pumpkin beer right now because it's all I've had is fall flavors now for basically the past month and a half, and I am maybe two months actually with it because I want to say it was mid-August when I started on the pumpkin beer. Oh, we started day like, one. I am so over it now, but then every time we walk in Halloween Horror Nights and I'm like... Okay, what do I want? Do I want the IPA? Do I want the Oktoberfest? Or do I want a pumpkin beer? I'll have a pumpkin beer. Yeah. It's just it's the right it's the right mood and spirit to be in for it. Exactly. Yeah, so uh I think we uh I think we decided on it. We will definitely try to have a part two of our food adventures. I don't know when that will be. We will have to try to make time in order to go and try more of the food. And hopefully we'll do it before the end of Halloween and Halloween Horror Nights. We don't want to do it after the fact, but I think we, I think we've uh, decided here that there's still a lot that we want to try. Yeah. So whether it's for the show or we just mention it later on that, oh yeah, we did have that and we enjoyed it. We'll try to try to fill you in on more of the the goods, the good stuff, and then you know next year when you're planning your trip, none of it will be here and none of it will matter. Twisted Taters will still be here. They'll always be here. That was a revelation. Rhino revealed to me that he probably has an extra actually ever had one. Yeah. And this one this year with a hot dog right through the middle of it. Yeah, the Franken coil. I, yeah. I, I don't maybe I had a bite of one once years ago, but I have never actually had one. Yeah, I, I think they did the hot dog last year too, and but just for the brief event. Yeah, but I think that was added like after the fact. I don't remember though. Twenty twenty. It seems like something I'd like. I like potatoes. Oh, you would lo- you would love the twisted tater. I'm telling you, you will love it when you finally have it. I just I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I'm hoping someone points out like, oh, no, on this show back here, Rhino yeah, definitely I, I had a piece so. of yours. Maybe it was just a very – if I did, it must have been a very not memorable one. Yeah. Well, that's, a, that's a shame. I'll tell you that much. But that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Disunplugged Universal Edition. I hope you sincerely enjoyed it. And if you did, thank you so much. Maybe take the time, if you're watching this on YouTube, to hit the thumbs up. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel and leave thoughts, comments, questions all in the comments section. And if you're listening to the Disunplugged Universal Edition, please make sure that you're subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts and that you are also leaving five-star ratings and reviews if you're enjoying the show and listening through Apple Podcasts. But 
as I said, that's it for this week's show. Rhino, thanks so much for going and being a little biggie with me. I'm hungry. I'm, I'm actually a little hungry, too. My tummy's too. rumbling now. <laughs> yeah. Mm, maybe pizza. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. No. Well, now I don't want pizza. Uh, but okay. That's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much, everyone out there for listening and watching. We truly appreciate you and we hope you enjoyed the show. And we'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. But until then, remember, we still haven't changed the name. 